0: Do you love what you see in your mirror? Do you like to look in the mirror? Or have you popped the mirrors away in your house? Or perhaps you've just got head mirrors? And I ask that question very personally because as an exercise professional now for a very long time, uh, it's been interesting to take note of what people do with the mirror when their body is in or out of shape. So it seems to be that when your body is in great shape, you like to look in the mirror. And if your body gets out of shape, it seems that the mirror either gets uh, closer to the head and less of the body, or no mirror at all. And I'm sharing that with you because a lot of my, my, my personal coaching clients have shared with me that as they put on weight, and I worked with a lot of people that were obese and morbidly obese... Uh, they, as they got more overweight, they looked in the mirror less and they got rid of the full-length mirrors in their house, so they just stopped looking. So they might have had a mirror for their face to do their makeup or their hair or to shave or uh, just to make sure that they, they looked presentable when they left the house from a headspace point of view, but they just stopped looking in the mirror. Uh, The reverse of that, a lot of people have shared with me that the reason that they came to personal exercise coaching or they joined the gym or they inquired about getting their body back into shape is because they got a big shock from a mirror or from a reflection of themselves. So they saw themselves in the reflection of a window or they saw themselves in a photograph at somebody's birthday party or in a video at somebody's wedding. And they looked at it and went, oh my God, I can't believe I look like that. I've stopped looking in the mirror. I didn't realize that I'd got so out of shape. And that reflection shocked me so much that that's the reason that I'm here at the gym to join, or I'm here at the personal coaching studio to to get my body back into great shape. Please help me. My reflection requires some attention. So there's a great question to ask there. Uh, Should we look in the mirror? And I'm going to use both sides. There's a physical appearance, of course, but what about the mental appearance? When you look in your mirror and you see yourself, do you like who you are? Are you proud of what is reflected back in the mirror Uh, as as a person? Uh, And often, and there's a beautiful song, uh, it's called The Man in the Mirror. So let's just say The Person in the Mirror. Are you proud of that person? Do you like them? Do you want to be friends with them? Uh, Do you respect them and and want to invest time with them? Uh, And that's all about you, you as a person. And obviously, when you look in the mirror, that's when you see yourself. Uh, And is it possible then, if you take that a step further, that when we go out into the world uh, the only thing that people see is the outside. they can't see what's going on inside our head. That expression you only get one chance to make a first impression and not just some motivational quote. The first time somebody sees us, that's all they've got to go on. They've only got our physical appearance. They don't know whether or not we're a nice person or if we're a leader or if we're stressed or if we're angry, or and maybe they could tell that by our face. But ultimately, people judge us by the way we look. So that's one of the reasons why we have mirrors in our house, yes, yeah? so that before we leave the house, we can look in the mirror and say, okay, do I look presentable to the world? And when people look at me, what will they see? So that's an interesting question to ask, uh, whatever career path you're in. And I ask this as a very personal question as a personal exercise coach, as an exercise professional. When you leave your home and you look in your mirror, could this be a great question to ask? Do I look like somebody who's the very best at what I do? When I walk into a room, when I go to uh, meet my first client when I go to the supermarket. When I go to the bank. When I meet people, new people or people who are or who already know me. Do I look like somebody who's the very best at what they do? And that's that uh, interesting exercise to pick three, five, ten, fifty words. It doesn't matter uh, to describe who you are, and then ask yourself before you leave the house when you look in the mirror. Uh, Am I that person? So as I always share, my five words are tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional. I have five words because I can connect them to my hands uh, and I always take my hands with me. But when I leave my house, I always ask that question. When I look in the mirror, I say, do I look like a person who is tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional? And if not, I go and get changed because I want to, it's not about impressing other people or to be impressive. There's a great expression that says, uh, don't dress to impress, dress to express who you are. So when you look in the mirror, do you see the person that you are or the person that you want to be? You might be on track to becoming that person. So there's five words to describe yourself. Who are you? And then, when you look in the mirror, uh, mentally and physically, are you that person? The other really interesting thing about uh, mirrors, and I have them in every room, and there's a there's a. Uh accessory reason for that there's a, a interior design reason because obviously when you've got mirrors in a room the room looks bigger so it's a for me it's a great way to make a house look awesome and it's also a way to double up the view so I always look for where the view is out the window and then I put a mirror there so that I can see that view from different angles that's a cool reason to have mirrors but that's not the reason why I have them it's one of them Uh, I have a mirror in every room and multiple mirrors in every room because I never want to stop looking in the mirror because I've been uh, so so many times bombarded with people who are so out of shape and so out of love with themselves because they stopped looking in the mirror. They just didn't want to look anymore. So they became either very overweight obese or morbidly obese or they just stop liking themselves and it's one of the reasons why in a health club environment uh, it's really tough to have mirrors a lot of people don't want to go to a gym or to a health club or to a personal training studio Because there's mirrors there and they have to look in the mirror. There's a lot of people that say at a gym, well, we have to have mirrors so that people can check their form. But it's one of those things to consider, do we need a spot in the gym, in the health club where there aren't any mirrors so that people that don't want to look in the mirror don't have to? And could it be our responsibility as exercise professionals to get people to the point where they want to look back in the mirror, where they are proud of the way they look, It's one of those questions that I always ask about every eating and every exercise plan. Should I be able to demand from my eating and exercise plan that I have a stack of energy that I perform at my best and that I look good in the mirror? Uh, mentally and physically? Do I want to be the person that I'm really proud of so that when I look in the mirror, I'm proud of my discipline, my respect for myself, my respect for other people? I'm a kind person. I don't gossip. I don't criticize. I'm proud of who I am as a person, but also am I proud of who who I am and what I look like? So this mirror thing, this uh, (laughs) uh, reflection of ourselves, uh, could it be an excellent tool to keep us on track to make sure that we are physically and mentally the people that we want to be. The other really cool thing uh, about a mirror, and again, the behavioral scientists will say this, we all look in the mirror. It's a natural thing to do, uh, which is why in a health club you've got to be careful because if you are constantly looking at yourself in the mirror and not at your client and not paying attention to your client, you could obviously make them feel very uncomfortable and very... Unloved. Uh, if somebody's doing a bench press or they're they're wanting you to spot them doing an exercise and you're looking in the mirror and they just happen to catch you looking in the mirror, that's going to be really awkward, of course. So one of the things you've got to be careful of as an exercise professional is that you don't look in the mirror when you're doing personal exercise coaching if you have mirrors in your facility because it could detract from your attention on your client. So that's the reason you have to take uh, take care not to do that. Is because as humans if we see our reflection we want to look or it's a natural reaction to look so that means that when we get to the point where we don't want to look anymore it's a conscious decision i don't like what i see in my reflection so i'm not going to look anymore and i think that that's a, a really important question to ask uh it's as a personal development question uh it if I don't want to look in the mirror, why? What's happened? Physically, what's happened to my, to my body that I don't want to look in the mirror anymore? And then mentally, what's happened to my headspace that I don't like myself enough to actually want to look at my own face in the mirror? Uh, the other interesting thing is that uh, I am i have a natural reaction. Uh, I smile at people. That's just, I don't know. I, I think that's a normal human response. When you see somebody, you smile at them. Uh, which means when I have mirrors in my house, every time I see my own reflection, I smile. Ha ha. <laughs> and I think that's awesome because the brain, according to the neuroscientists, doesn't know the difference between a fake smile and a real one. Well, I never do a fake smile. But what happens when you smile, when you lift your, your lips up towards your eyes and you bare your teeth, that's the important one smile with your teeth. Uh, Your brain automatically clicks clicks into, is what I'm trying to say, positive mode. Uh, A smile is a positive thing for your brain. Uh, Your facial expressions have control over the way you think. The words that you use have control over the way you think. So I'm always about, how can I put myself in the most positive environment possible? So obviously smiling will do that because it forces your brain to think positively. The neurochemistry changes in your brain from a grumpy face... To a happy phase isn't that just awesome we've got control over that even if you're having a really tough day and this is the reason why I have mirrors in my house I'm now in the in the subconscious con, uh, competence so I don't have to think about it anymore when I look in the mirror I smile that means when I've got a mirror in every room I'm constantly smiling and my brain doesn't know that I'm smiling at myself it just knows that I'm smiling which means I have Again, neurotransmitters, constantly happy ones pumping through my brain. And I often, as I share, get accused, Rowie, how can you be so happy all the time? Well, I actually can't be unhappy. I get puffed every 15 minutes for 10 seconds. I'm pumping happy drugs into my brain, those neurotransmitters that change your brain when you get puffed. I look in the mirror and smile all the time. I have happy things around me all the time. And as I shared, I position the mirrors in my house so that they catch the view. So if I'm not looking at me in the mirror, I'm looking at a beautiful view. So the mirrors are adding massive value to my life. Uh, and I'll use the the inside as well. I never want to look in a mirror and not be proud of the person that I am. I always want to look in my mirror and say, Rowie, Congratulations, today you lived up to your own expectations. You were tough and fair, you were positive, you were stylish, you were disciplined and you were professional. If I ever get to the end of my day and I can't say that about myself, I'll go and do something that I can. And the mirror will tell me that because I actually look in the mirror and say, hey, tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined, and professional person. And my brain clicks straight back at me and says, hey, but what about this and what about that? You weren't disciplined in that area or you weren't stylish in that area or you could have done better there. Uh, And that's what I'll go and do something uh, to make sure that I go to bed on a real positive note. Uh, I like to sleep deeply. It's one of those interesting questions, isn't it? Sleep. How much sleep do you need? And there's some people that will tell you they get three hours and feel fantastic and other people will tell you that they need 10 hours and they still don't feel fantastic. And my question for that is always, is this. Uh, when you go to bed, do you fall asleep and sleep deeply or do you toss and turn? And if you're tossing and turning, is it possible that you obviously don't you won't, won't wake up feeling refreshed? And are you tossing and turning because you're stressed or you're not happy with the person that you are? Is it possible if you go to bed loving who you are proud of who you are, respecting yourself because you're self-disciplined, self-motivated, self-educated, self-inspired, all of those things that create self-respect, is it possible that you'll sleep deeper? And if you sleep deeper, then obviously your brain has has time to replenish and regenerate and and become wiser and better. And your body has an opportunity to get stronger because obviously when we're sleeping, when we're resting is when our body regenerates. And then when you wake up in the morning, could it be a really good idea to look yourself in the eye again? Literally in the mirror, look yourself in the eye and say, hey, what kind of day are we going to have today? And then tell yourself, I always I share this, I'm tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional and I'm going to live my life as that person. I'm going to dress that way, I'm going to act that way, I'm going to talk that way, I'm going to interact with my with my world that way because that's who I am. And is it possible that the mirror will tell you that? So if I wrap all of that up, because it seems an odd conversation to have, doesn't it? Do you need to have a mirror? <laughs> Well, do we need to have a check-in? Do we need to regularly check in physically and mentally with ourselves? And is that something that the mirror can do for us? So the mirror will tell us exactly how we're looking physically, how our posture's doing, how our hair, skin, nails, teeth are doing, whether or not we've got excess stuff between our skin and our muscle that we want to get rid of. Now, whether you call that fat or weight or chubby bits or flabby bits or whatever it is, the mirror will tell you pretty quickly. And if it doesn't tell you by just looking, the suggestion is that you jump naked in front of the mirror and that will tell you literally how much excess fat you have, excess body, uh, body stuff, or whatever you want to call it, doesn't matter. But if you want to get rid of body fat, Uh, And I always ask this question, you can have a body fat test. But what if you get a body fat test and it tells you that you've got X percentage body fat and you like that number, but then you jump in front of the mirror and there's excess stuff jumping around. I much prefer to believe my eyes rather than a machine that gives me a percentage. How about you? So it's the perfect, for me, the perfect test for what do I look like physically? How's my posture? How's my hair? How's my, my skin, my hair, my nails, all of that? but the mirror will also tell us who we are mentally. If we are really honest with ourselves and we look ourselves in the eye and say, who are you? And my favorite questions, as you know, who are you? What do you stand for? What do you stand for under pressure? What would you die for? And if I can answer positively that I've lived my life to my own expectations is it possible that it's much easier to look yourself in the eye? I'll give you an interesting thing to consider. If you're in a personal relationship with somebody uh, and and you love them, and whether there's lots of different relationships, I get that. But if your partner stops looking you in the eye, if your if your daughter stops looking you in the eye, if your if your mum stops looking you in the eye, Don't we normally? There's a connection, a subconscious connection, that there must be something wrong. Now, particularly with your partner, if you have a love relationship with somebody and they're open and honest with you all the time and then they stop looking you in the eye, they're uncomfortable to look you in the eye, it usually tells us there's something that's not right. Uh, And I think that that's a very personal thing to consider. If you can't look yourself in the eye, if you can't look, at yourself in the mirror and it's not about being critical I know there's a lot of people that share with me I don't want to look in the mirror because I just find all my faults well is that a choice too could we focus on our faults or could we focus on our on our beauty and that and I use that very uh, specifically because nobody in the world looks like you even if you have a twin brother or sister, uh, they're not exactly like you. We're all unique and different. And it's so funny that we compare ourselves to other people. I, my legs aren't long enough or my hair isn't shiny enough or my teeth aren't white enough or my body isn't lean enough. Enough for what? Are we comparing ourselves to other people or are we comparing ourselves to ourselves? And there's another great expression, should I accept the things I cannot change and change the things that I can? So when I look in the mirror, I can't change the width of my shoulders, the width of my hips. I can't change how tall I am. Uh... There are some other things, however, that I can change. I can look in the mirror and smile, which means I can practice smiling, which means I'm more likely to smile on a regular basis when I'm not looking in the mirror. I can decide how much of that flabby stuff I have between my skin and my muscle. That's a choice. I can decide to have good posture. If I've got strong muscles pulling on my bones to hold me in the upright position and I'm proud of who I am, Am I more likely to have good posture than if I hang out like this? And the mirror will tell me that. It'll be honest with me. It'll say, your posture's not good. Your hair's not shiny. Your face is not expressing who you are on the inside. Uh, But the things that we can change, could the mirror tell us that? The things that we can't change, wouldn't that be awesome to say that? Look, I'm, you know, I'd love to be six foot tall, but hey, (laughs) I'm not, that's one of the funniest things that people share with me on a fairly regular basis. So I'm not overweight. I'm just under tall. If I was another foot taller, I'd be fine. Well, we can't change that, can we? So how about we accept what we can't change and love it? Can't change it. So why not love it? Appreciate it. Be excited about it. And the things that you can change Do we need a test? Do we need some kind of check-in to say, okay, these things need changing, let's work on them? And could the mirror be really good for that? So apart from having mirrors in your house to make your house look more awesome and bigger and create a better view, could it be a really good idea to look in your mirror to get the truth about your physical situation, your mental situation, and that great question before you leave your house... Whatever profession you're in and whatever reputation you want to share with the world, could it be a really good idea to check in with the mirror? Do I look like a top level professional in this area? If I go out of my house today, whether it's to take the rubbish bins to the curbside or whether it's to go to a business conference where I'm speaking to a thousand people, do I look like somebody that is tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional? Now, they're my words. And I'm just going to share that with you again. Uh, A reputation is something that we have no control over, really. What other people think of us is only controlled by what they see. So um, I'll step back from that. Can I control what people see? Yes. But... My physical appearance is a part of what people see. My facial expressions, my body language is part of what people see. My voice intonation when I talk is some of what people hear. But ultimately, our complete package is who we really are. And that's why I have a mirror in my house because I want to make sure every day that the person that I want to be, the person that I'm striving to to be, the person that I'm proud of, the person that I'm going to respect is the person that is reflected back on the other side of the mirror. So how long since you've looked in the mirror? Would you love to love what you see in the mirror? And if you don't love what you see in the mirror, could it be a great opportunity to say, hey, I need to make some changes? Uh, We can't change other people, but we have full control over our changes. Accept the things that we cannot change. Change the things that we can And let's make sure we've got the wisdom to know the difference. And of course, that comes from having a happy, healthy brain that's full of those neurotransmitters, particularly brain-derived neurotropic factor, which is the fertilizer for your brain that makes every part of your brain work more effectively so that we can then decide for ourselves, I can't change that, so I'm going to accept it. I can change this, and I'm going to, and I'm absolutely wise enough to know the difference. And wouldn't that be awesome?